Welcome to On Purpose, where you can find a community of financial service movers and shakers who are changing the face of finance. Hear from award winners, thought leaders, authors, and executives who are part of the undercurrent of industry change. They're pushing the edge and frankly, doing things differently on purpose. Let's dive in. Derek, thank you for joining us today. Great to be with you, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I know we kind of got started in this crazy world of LinkedIn, right? I saw an interview that you had done um, about Coupler, um, this new technology company that you started. I was super intrigued by it. So I appreciate you taking the time today to share more about the journey um, that you've taken to get this 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 new company off the ground. But I think also importantly, um, you know, hearing the why and what is this kind of space in the market that you see is missing. So why don't we start there? I'd love just to hear from you. You know, what what's a little bit about your background and, and how did you identify this gap in the market to get to where you are right now? Well, like a lot of your listeners, I am a certified financial planner. I actually still have my own RIA. So mm-hmm. I've been an advisor for over 17 years now. I cut my teeth in the insurance broker dealer world mm-hmm. and now I'm fully independent. And the number one problem I always saw, because there's so many advisors that that wash out of this business because it's yeah. a tough business. It's a tough business, especially a, in the beginning. Oh my God. I have gray hair for a reason. I didn't start <laughs> with gray hair. Um, so it, but the number one thing I always saw was lack of lead gen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure like a lot of your listeners, when I started, I was told to do a project 200 and cold call. We had phone clinics multiple yes. times a week. Yeah. I door know. Door knocking, right? Oh, I mean, so it was, it was tough. And I did it and I did it. I, I hated it, but I did it. And I was good enough at it where I was able to, to make it. And, right. But it always bothered me because the, the process just seemed so disjointed and broken mm. you know, for the advisor. Cause it's, it's really kind of soul crushing. When I decided I wanted to be an advisor, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking about how, how to having to do lead gen and marketing. I was right. thinking about I want to help people retire and save and invest and all yeah. this stuff. That relationship building pieces of it. Yeah, the, the it why. Was, yeah. It was so, so important. I think most advisors have that passion. That's what they get in. They want to help people with their money. Right. But the process to get clients isn't very transparent initially when you're trying to get into the business. And then once you're in, you're in, you know, so you got to go. Um, so that was always frustrating because it really is not a fun process for advisors, but the consumer, it's a terrible experience for the consumer too. Yeah. You know, like they're getting cold called or maybe they put their name and their email address and how much money they have into a website. And then next thing they know, their phone is blowing up. Yep. It just, it just feels bad all the way around. So I figured, okay, what if we can fix lead generation? What if we can make it better? Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where Coupler spurred. I was asking that question. That's, that's how I came up with Coupler originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I appreciate just your, your honest uh, narrative about, I think the difficulty of it is to be able to get oh. going and just that kind of, um, I don't know what you want to call that, that kind of that mud you kind of got to get through to be able to sort of get to the other end of the, really the real work, right? The work that you want to be doing yes. and being able to help people and, um, and support them. So Tell us more about Coupler. Like what is, what's sort of that identified gap in the market and, and how are you trying to solve that initial challenge? Well, I'll, I'll start really high level and then boil it down as we go. So ultimately 
we're on a mission to fix this thing we call money. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we don't have great financial advice, education, and so forth, a lot of bad things can happen when we make bad financial decisions or just don't make decisions at all. Yep. But if we do have good guidance and education in our lives around money, a lot of great things can happen. Absolutely. And advisors, human advice is not going away. So advisors are t- tend to be a very big part of that for their clients and helping them realize their hopes, dreams, and goals. So mm-hmm. we're on this mission to do that. And the opportunity is huge. We know over 100 million people a month just in the U.S. alone are looking for help with their investments, their insurance, retirement planning, whatever. Mm-hmm. We know that there's, well, depending on the numbers you look at, but if you count registered reps, life agents, and so forth, you've got over 600,000 professionals just in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There's over 4.1 million globally. Mm-hmm. So you've got these great two markets that need to support each other, that need that need to connect. Yep. And Coupler was like, okay, why don't we change how people are connecting with advisors? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the consumer drive this process instead of the advisor? Mm. You know, shouldn't we be, and, and, and here's the thing, money is very personal. It is, it's hard to talk about. It's really hard to talk about. And so if I'm gonna open up about my financial skeletons, mistakes I've made, Right. Things I don't want to acknowledge, how much money I have or don't have. If I'm going to share that with an individual, man, I better trust that person. Yep. And last time I checked, zip code and net worth do not determine a trusting relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Really don't. But that's what all these lead gen solutions, quote unquote, are doing is they're saying, hey, we'll find the best advisor for you. Give us your zip code, email address, phone number, and how much is in your 401k. Right, right. Baseline stuff. It's not really like deep stuff. You know, what's funny, just as a note on that to sort of back it up, because we look at a lot of firms websites, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone goes to the about us page. Like, yes, they want to know who this person is. And it's not like the credentials are important, right? It, It shows like this level of of um okay check in the box right oh. validation they're they're really critical but once you, that sort of is like you've got that check right so it's your your entry um into your entry card if you will but then it's about the human stuff like can i relate to that person you know do they do they have a family do what are their hobbies what are these kinds of like what is that connection? So to your point, I mean, it is so much more. And I think it's really easy to forget about that, especially when you're sort of passionate about doing the work, but it's that human element. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about that connection and what you're trying to cultivate too. Yeah. You're spot on. It's the human element. It's the human connection. Cause if we have shared commonalities and so forth, we set the stage for trust. Right. You know, if, right. if we had went to the same school or we're both dog people, we love to travel, et cetera, oh. et cetera, et cetera. Like all of a sudden, Oh, man, this person's just like me. That's cool. You know, so the consumer feels more comfortable, but also the advisor's like, oh, I just got a lead. They like dogs. They like to travel. (laughs) We went to the same school. Man, we got something to talk about right off the bat. This is great. So Coupler does that. And and how we're doing it differently is that we are a a white label solution. Mm, And so, and this is really important because trust is a really important part of the process for someone getting advice and finding right. an advisor. So if I'm on, you know, I could use Fidelity, for example, or Morningstar. If I'm right, on that right. website researching something about 
Roth IRAs or retirement planning or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm already there. So I'm thinking about my money. That's good. Right. Okay. Right, so right. That, is that, that's already a warm proactively lead. starting to find a solution. Yeah. And we know over hundred million people a month are doing this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, but, but then if, if there's like this call to action to say, Hey, use this tool by this other non-fidelity brand. Like, well, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I, I think I like Fidelity, but what's this other thing that you're, this other brand you're going to make me go use to find an advisor? That feels shady. Oh, I already don't really want to be here, mm -hmm. so I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Or the tool is just too invasive, be invasive because it's asking your net worth and your email address. And you're like, well, right. wait, like, right. I don't even know if I want to go on a first date with you yet. Just hold on a second. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's right, right. I know. Well, back, back up a little. I know. It's like already down for a proposal and we haven't even had a conversation. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, chill out. Let's hold on. So we, we embed in situations like that. We leverage the existing brand. That's why we're white label. So we'll, Got we'll it. that makes sense. So it's like a backend tool. Yeah. So you, right. you don't know, it's not really a fidelity tool. So I mean, yeah. if you want to leverage because fidelity or any company has spent a lot of money and right. time and resources driving their own brand. So why would right. they want to detract from that? They don't make sense. And then, so we take that warm traffic and then we ask the consumer to go through a, a brief quiz longer Super than anything brief. else that's really yes. out there. I, mean, yes. I, I timed my wife doing it. I stood behind her and just hovered and it took her just over three minutes. Oh my gosh. That's like music to my ears for folks. So when you think about it, if someone's searching online, they don't have a lot of time, right? Um, that they can just pop through it. So real quick, you always have drop off at the beginning, right? So um, you always will. And, and, any question uh, survey, you're like, oh my gosh. So, okay. Yeah. So this one, it's lightning fast. It's quick and it's long enough to be like, okay, there's some value here, right. but it's not too long to be like, eh, I'm out. <laughs> yes. You know? yes. And then, but what's cool is that we don't ask the consumer to give us a name, an email address, what their income is, any of that stuff. Okay. We want, like, we actually, um, Bumble has a really good approach. If you know about the Bumble, the Bumble dating app. Yes. Yes. We it's want to make the my time though. So yeah, I, <laughs> well, see, I signed up for all these things. I didn't I am familiar. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to get permission from my wife because I signed up for all of the dating services. No <laughs> well, that's you're getting the user experience, right? You're getting the user it's experience. Funny. Okay. So we empower the consumer to make that first move. So then they get matched now based on a variety of human elements with the top advisors at that institution. Mm -hmm. So not a hundred that I have to try to sift through because once I get over a couple, three, four, five choices, I'm gone anyways, because that's too many for me to think about. Yes. Yes. That's actually based on something called the paradox of choice. That's science that's been written about previously. And um, now the consumer can vet their advisors. They get to see the profile. Who is this advisor? What are their specialties? What are their credentials? Let me see their, um, what it's called disclosures, yes. broker check. Wait, wait. So, so, so consumer comes in, they answer the questions and then they're kind of fed a list of advisors. Just want to they're make sure instantly matched with only a top three or so advisors at that firm. Okay. Okay. So just also just to back up one step, this white labeling tool is really for a firm or for a company like a Fidelity, for example, or I, I don't know if that would be the right kind of fit, but that would have kind of a volume, right? Of it needs volume. Yep, yep. It needs volume at this point. Okay. Um, technically we could probably serve a firm as small as with seven advisors. 
Okay. Okay. Just to really narrow it. Yeah. That, that makes what, sense though, right? They're not having to, to read through every bio that. and yep. Okay. So sorry. So I'll, no. we'll, we'll swing back to the, to the narrow. We now they've yeah, yeah, yeah. three or so advisors. But, and so then the consumer gets to look at them. Why was I matched with them? Who is this person? What are, who are they personally and professionally? Yep. Let me check them out on social, their website, yep. all of these things, because as a consumer, if you're telling me I'm connecting with these, these top matches for these different human elements, I've already feel better about it. I feel like, okay, wow. Like, all right, we both like to surf. We both travel dog right. people, whatever. Right. Um, so then within 10 minutes or so, you can do your due diligence as an, as a consumer. Yep. It helps. It's, it's time saving. Major time savings. We've, we've really queued it up well. And then when the consumer is ready, mm -hmm. they will initiate contact with the advisor or advisors they wanted to speak with about working together. Got it. Okay. The advisor does not get any access to these leads until the consumer initiates contact. Okay. So, um, can you talk about how the consumer actually initiates contact? So, I mean, there's different ways cause we want to, we want to empower the advisor to have like their contact info and stuff like that there. But the main call to action that we ask for is to use our instant messaging feature, which is FINRA compliant. Got and it. that's how they initiate contact with the advisor. Got it. You know, okay. Hey Bob, I got matched with you. I really like that. We went to the same school and we both love dogs. Yep. I need help with this thing. I'd like to find a time to meet with you. Okay. So that's how, and then at that point of um, conversation is when they would be passing over their contact information. Only up to them. They don't even have to give their contact info because we let the advisor respond to the DM I see. and say, Hey, oh, it's very trust focused then. Very trust focused. Okay. We do not want the consumer to ever feel like they're going to start getting spammed or bombarded or have to give anything away. So it's totally up to the consumer. Yep. But what happens when we do this? And it's a good match. The advisor now has a warm inbound lead that they know mm -hmm. things about like, hey, this, this consumer needs help with retirement planning. They've been thinking about it for three months. Yep. They want to get yep. it taken care of in the next seven days. And they love dogs. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. So Bob gets this warm inbound lead. And unless Bob is really bad at his sales process, mm -hmm. how can you not close that lead now? Yeah. You, you already have connection. You've got starting points, you know, something about them that, you know, is of interest and they've already been narrowed down. Okay. So then, so that's the point of, that's the handing off this qualified lead. Then how about on the advisor's end, how is this platform, the white label piece getting set up to make sure that the inputs, are there a bunch of fields or forms that the advisor has to fill out in order to do the appropriate matching? What does that kind of onboarding look like on the firm's end? Very easy onboarding. We work directly with the enterprise. That's who we partner with initially. Mm -hmm. They will give us a list of whatever advisors they want in part of this program. Bulk upload, Advisor gets each advisor gets an invite email. Yeah. They have to complete a very similar quiz for matching purposes because of mm -hmm. how our algorithm works. Got and it. then a few minutes on setting up their bio, headshot, tell us more about you, links, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they're not allowed to let that bio go live until they've completed everything, including disclosures. That must be a fun bio to put together. I mean, how have you guys been adding more and more details? How have you kind of narrowed down what goes into this matching process? So we, we have, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of different things that we're asking about, like, what would you do on a free night off? We right. have a question about that, you know, Unexpected. how do you feel yeah. about international travel? 
Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things we ask almost nothing financial other than what is the consumer looking for? We, we also ask the advisor, like, you know, what are services you primarily help clients with you yeah. know, things of that nature? Do you work only remotely or do you, you know, will you work in person or do you care? Right. A lot of different elements around that, but we're connecting on the human level. That's what we're all wired to connect that way anyways. Right. So how did you even come up with these questions? Was it, did you survey different folks? Did you work with a sort of expert that that really knows survey questions, if that's sort of the right term? It so. was a, a couple of things. So part of it was my own research into the science of interpersonal trust. So we have right. three different, our, our tool is based on three different types of science that we've actually baked into it, yeah. uh, which has never been done before, which is kind of cool. But so part of it was on my research and figuring out what are the types of personality and human connection questions we should be asking. Right. But also one of our founders, uh, Megan Lertz, she mm -hmm. has her PhD in behavioral financial planning. Mm -hmm. Oh, so she's like, this is. Oh, this is totally her up her alley. She yeah. loves this stuff. She and I nerd out on it probably more than we should, but it's great <laughs> stuff. And so we work together. We're actually, you know, we're doing, we're just even working on it today. So it's, it's really fun to figure out what we should be asking both sides, why that's important, what part of the personality box that chick, you know, ticks off. And then how are we connecting people based on all this? Got it. Oh my goodness. That's, that is a really fun project. I mean, more than fun. a project. I'm sure it's like ever evolving. Like we always say websites are ever evolving. I'm sure this is probably it. Oh, it totally is. Like marketing and websites, it's it's part art, part science, yep. right? So so yep. there's a lot that goes to it. And is it ever evolving? One of the things we're really excited about is that we actually don't know when and why people make financial decisions. Mm -hmm. It's never been found out. It's never been learned. I feel we're like actually, that's that's actually quite bold to say, because I feel like there's always the, someone makes a financial decision when X point happens, right? They, um, there's some big life transition. So tell me more about this. Cause that's, I feel like that's definitely something different than, uh, kind of the status quo. So there are a lot of like knee jerk reaction solutions that happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I just got a, I just had a kid last week. I should probably get life insurance. Oh crap. Right. I'm going to go do that. Right. But what, so there's, this is one of the other sciences I mentioned is there's something called the trans theoretical model of change. Mm -hmm. And that was actually originally done in the seventies to understand why people quit smoking and when mm -hmm. they, when they quit smoking. So we've just applied that to this space and to find out like, okay, like I'm thinking, like, I know, like we're expecting a kid and it's six months from now. So I'm thinking about it. Maybe I went to a life insurance company's website to learn a little bit more, but I'm not ready yet. Right, right. And so now we can start to track this process and change of like, well, this consumer's hit this website five times now yep. over this time frame. Now they eventually got something done. Yep. And we just don't know that type of stuff yet. And we're going to be able to learn it at scale for a variety of different things. And then what we're eventually going to do is because we are an AI company is we're going to we'll start training some AI models right? where we can get even better and more predictive to help people with this type of stuff. Oh, that's fascinating. That's, um, oh, so fun. What a great space it's to be. Pretty cool. It is super cool. Also with all of the changes that happen, have happened in the last few years with so much M&A activity, right? Um, I myself as a consumer, when I go to other firms' website and you go to the you know, the team page and it's like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? It's like, you can just keep scrolling. There's so many people. And then it's like, do I go by location? You don't want to read through every bio. Maybe you're lucky if you get through three of them, you know? 
Um, so this is a really interesting way of trying to kind of do that matchmaking, if you will, um, between the consumer and the advisor. So uh, we think so. And we're, we're pretty excited about where it's going. We'll see what happens, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. We're doing it for the right reasons, which is great. People, oh, people need to connect for the right reasons. Yeah, that's, that's what's, that's important. Oh my goodness. I, um, I appreciate you sharing more. I know we're about at the top of our time here, but anything else that you think would be good to share more about this platform or kind of what's coming up next for it? Yeah, I, I think definitely go to our websites is couplr.ai, coupler.ai, and you can sign up for our newsletter on there. And then we've actually published some articles that really dive into the science and the reasons behind our solution. Yep. Um, and then you can also even, you know, if you're an enterprise, you know, listening, you can sign up for a demo from there as well, you know, from Great. us, but that's do that. And if you want, follow me on LinkedIn, just because I'm pretty darn active on there. Yeah. Even hearing about this research too, I, I would even think as a, just an advisor, right. Looking to make connections, being able to understand that deeper or anyone, frankly, that's in sales. It just, it feels like you would be um, good information to have, to be able to bridge those relationships. So no uh, question. Because I mean, as you know, you service a ton of advisors, very few advisors signed up as an advisor to become a marketer, mm -hmm. Yeah. right? They want to be an advisor. They need help with all the marketing stuff and the lead gen and all that. But if they can learn those insights so they can work with people like you to make their website better or whatever, man, everybody wins. It's a, yeah, it's a win-win and it is about, it is about that human connection as you talked about earlier. So 100%. Oh my goodness. Well, um, Derek, thanks so much for your time today. We'll make sure to include links uh, below to uh, Coupler and um, some of the other pieces that you had mentioned. Uh, again, I'm excited to see this roll out and um, the learnings that come from it. Likewise. Thanks a ton, Lauren. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. For more behind the scenes conversations and expert insights, subscribe to the podcast. Join us next time as we hear from leaders who are cutting through the clutter and doing things differently on purpose.